This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Trying to get by Benning. Darnell Nurse left it in the corner. Gets up center. Perry. It's going to start right now. And for those of you who might have heard us here, uh, we are having technical difficulties, but now we're not. Now we're good. As always. <laughs> this is a fabulous start. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of the way it goes. Ed's not here to run the okay. show. Yeah. So what are we doing? <laughs> well, it's the Forever Mighty Post Game Show. Now we're back. Michelle is able to pick this all up together and get this going, so that makes everything very nice. Hoping. <laughs> what a game, right? <laughs> no, hell of a game. No. That's what we're here to talk about yeah. for sure. I just want to make sure that all of our audio here is working. Everything's going well. <laughs> well uh, maybe one of those two things are happening. <laughs> So we're set. Jason is ready to move on here. Are you ready to start talking about probably yeah, the, yeah. the best game we've watched in the Anytime. last year? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I, I felt uh, this kind of built on what they were building in uh, at the end of last year. Once uh, Carlisle's system was out, the completely outdated system. And, uh, you know, some I was waiting for Akins to come in and, and do something. And all the, the kids and everybody to just be ready for i mean they they look like what the nhl needs like if you want to be good in the nhl they're doing what you need to do well i mean i I feel it's an extension from what they did at the end of last season i don't know man i I feel like it's just a giant step up it's just a giant step up from what we've seen it's early too can't forget it's very very fun to watch one great game right one great game one Uh, one decent game but one great game tonight you pull it mm. off against the Sharks. Um, and I got to blame Ed for something real quick, Jay. I, okay, I got good. invited by three different people to go to this game tonight. And I had to figure out how to, you know, get everything going. You had, we were worried about getting your laptop ready. Wanted to make sure that yeah. uh, audio was going to be set up. You know, my wife stepped in and set all the Twitch <laughs> stuff up because Ed's not here. So God bless her for being involved in this whole process. Because yeah, Jason right. and I are, are uh, basically we're idiots. We're cavemen. Can't figure these things out. Um, yeah. Right, that's us. Yeah. So, no. got invited to three by three different people to this awesome game that I had to sit in my lovely couch and watch. But the bright side is, uh, 
got to drink some nice beer for not seventeen dollars mm. per draft. That was the, uh, the big winner for me tonight. You can't even get nice beer for seventeen dollars a draft. I know. I was there for the preseason game. Thank you, Jimmy. By the way, uh, and it was fifteen dollars for a Budweiser. Dude, it is <laughs> I mean, such for, for, a gnarly amount of money you're paying <laughs> to drink just the bottom of the barrel beer. I think I bought the, yeah, man, two, and it was like seventeen dollars each. So I got. I went with. Uh, I went to the Gulls Ring game, and Dave. Dave went with me, with with my family, uh-huh. went, and it was like I'm like I'll get the first round because he drove me. I was like, what tip was like almost yeah, 40 bucks. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I was like, damn it, just went broke. All right, all right, man. I got I got hold one on, drink. Hold for on, you. I gotta I gotta I got more one for in real quick. <laughs> well, let's let's hop into the game, man. Let's get to the pregame notes. This is uh, I, I could not wait to start this show tonight because after especially yeah, after watching the second period with that five on two rush, I was like, What what is this? We never get to see this. <laughs> yeah, and the last guy back was Raquel. Unbelievable. <laughs> like the forward, like your most lethal score is the fifth guy in the the rush. Uh, and then he shoots wide, which kind of blows. But I, it's almost like uh, a lot of them were just kind of like, oh, we're not used to all of this. Like the older guys, not quite, you know, like, oh, yeah, we, we get these chances. We, we should start getting that in. So it's amazing uh, the amount of chances this, this team had. This game was so much fun to watch. And uh, I've been saying it for years. It's not necessarily how, you know, everyone was like, oh, we need more goals. We need more goals. No, just get chances. And I don't care if a goalie makes a great save or, this, you know, something ridiculous happens. It doesn't go in. Just the fact that there are chances. And the Ducks never had chances the first three quarters of last year. And then this game in particular, they had very, very many chances. So. Yeah. How did you feel this going Fun. going into tonight, right? So we, you know, Sharks coming off 0-2 start. Uh, they got in. by the yeah. Knights hilariously was was one of the best things yeah. I saw yesterday. So they're coming in in the second <laughs> half of back-to-back. Noah Vander Kane, which is a big deal. He's a, he's a good player for that team. Um, so coming into this game, you're like, ah, we kind of faced Coyotes, and it was, you know, good enough effort. Not the crispest game, first game out. But uh, were yeah. you pretty confident going in and facing the Sharks tonight? No, I wouldn't say I was like super confident because uh, for those exact reasons. I mean, uh, San Jose got embarrassed. Uh, I think it was four to one in I think in it was Vegas. Then they have uh, no. no, then it was home and home, mm, and then they went right. home and you're lost right. five to one, for them. which is even yeah. more embarrassing. And I think even Logan Couture said, "I feel I feel bad for the paying fans to come, you know, pay good money and, and watch what happened there." So I figured, like you know. Uh, the only thing is that hey, it was back to back. There's still no Vander Kane. There's you know they they don't have Pavelski in there quite yet. Uh, Carlson had to miss it because he had the uh, or the first game because of the uh, birth of uh, his daughter. Which congratulations to him. So he only played what one preseason game, and then this was his second game. It was back to back. So there was there was the opportunity for the Ducks to do well, but at the same time, I could see San Jose going like, all right, we just got embarrassed twice by Vegas, and now we're going to take it out on the Ducks. But um, the Ducks are not the team to be taken lightened anymore. I mean, it's not you don't get to walk through Anaheim like you did last year. So I I was more confident because I know how good Anaheim is and how great they're going to be this year and how much they're going to surprise teams. So I figured this was a good another stepping stone in moving forward and being an exciting team and uh, one that might uh, steal a win from San Yeah, and the chat's talking right now. Uh, someone mentioned, I think it was Ricky says, uh, did, so did anyone predict Delzato scoring first for, uh, for everybody three stars, right? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> if you did, 
Uh, you win. I don't think anyone you did. You win the jersey. Not a you soul. You win the jersey. Yeah. <laughs> if you did that, I mean, uh, hats off. That's uh, that's some bold guessing right there. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very bold guessing right there. So yeah. Oh, I, why didn't he say yes? Yeah, Stanley Cup uh, champion Delzato. I want to know. Uh, I don't think he kind of left that title I think he out. Got, like the he got the petition. He got the participation day. <laughs> With the trophy, because yeah, uh, he wasn't really there, a, really. The win, 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 win. Uh, Asterix, Delzato. Uh, uh, whatever. We, we, we really don't have time. I wonder if he got a ring. <gasps> I don't think so. You think he got one no. of those massive rings? No, nah, probably, probably not. not. He maybe got a plastic one. Huh. They gave it to him because he didn't play. <laughs> so, Jack Gibby starting a net. Gooley and Fowler, who were outstanding against the Coyotes. Outstanding. Like, ridiculously yeah. good again tonight. Devin Shore, Getzloff, yeah. and Kasha. What a starting top line that is, right? That's if you're gonna if you're gonna call yeah. it that. As much as we've seen, Akins has been the guy to roll all four lines. All lines played almost equal minutes last game. Um, the scratches on the night: Holzer, obviously, because we got Michael Delzato, championship oh, ring, almost mm-hmm. Michael Fake. Delzato, and then uh, Sam yeah. Steele, <laughs> scratched for Isaac Lundstrom and Nick Ritchie for Nick Delorier. I question that. Still, not that Delorier had a bad game, not that he did tonight. He didn't see him much. He had a fight, but I think Richie just plays better yeah. hockey and can fight. That, that's my only gripe, but not really a gripe. It's early. Got to get, got to get the nasty guy in against the nasty team. I get it. That's what they wanted. I get it, uh, but I think Richie does that too. But sometimes at the detriment of that, he takes unnecessary penalties. Yeah, he can, and where Delorier really won't do that, but can still stand up and fight. So, you know, I, I feel like Delorier is probably that other person that's going to fill that, you know, hey, if Nick Rich is not in the lineup or something like that, we got a tough guy who's, you know, not going to really take a whole lot of minutes away from other people. Right. And I feel like Richie is going to get the opportunity to, to try and once again prove himself as a first round draft pick. But I really, I, I did not miss him at all in this game. I think Delorier, uh, did the 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 uh, kind of enforcer role yeah. at this point, and I thought Shore, Kasha, and Getzloff were just absolutely. They were great. lights out. I tonight. thought that was an amazing amazing line, especially Kasha. Have you ever seen someone so happy to get assists? <laughs> He's definitely the I happiest guy. The on dude the ice. just lost his mind. Like Getzloff gets a goal. And he's on the ground, and Kasha just comes in. He doesn't care. He's just going to fall on the ground with him and just hug him to death. So do, you, do you think and, anybody uh, thought that, like, Getzloff, because he's an old man, <laughs> like, he got hurt the way he fell after he scored? We'll get to his goal here, obviously, because he scored. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm an old man then. I, I mean, guess. it looked that like it would have hurt us, but like, we're definitely oh, no. not in shape as he is. I mean, we're close, oh, but yeah. <laughs> not in shape as he is, for sure. Let's get started in the first period, man. Let's talk about the overall feel yeah. of that first period. Um, I mean... Aaron Dell, my God, that guy! Ooh. You you want to argue about goalies not being able to play the puck? And I'm always that guy. Like, stay in your net, sir. Stay in your net, sir. Like, you're uh, you're playing with Martin Jones, perhaps the worst goalie, uh, uh, actually the worst goalie last season, and you were part of the worst yeah. tandem last season. Worst starting Quit goalie playing the puck, like unbelievably bad. Aaron Dell in that first period. Yeah, his his decision making with the puck was was off, and I've you know not not to say I'm NHL caliber, but I, yeah, you're I close. Games where like I can I can make yeah I'm so close. Uh, I can make I can make good passes, and then I have other games where I just flub it. And when I flub it once, I'm like, all right, that's that's all I needed to know. I'm out. I'm done. Uh, but he he kind of continued throughout the game, just kind of uh, just making bad decisions, but. 
I also really want to compliment uh, Kasha because he had the opportunity to actually go around the front of the net and possibly do it. And I could see as he was coming in, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go this way. And he went that way right as Dell decided to try and throw it up. Intercepts it, throws it right up to Delzato for, you know, Delzato's, I'm going to go out there on a limb and say his easiest goal to score. Uh, All he had to do was just aim at the net and hit it. Do you think that Um, if that was Kevin Bieksa, that goes over the net? If it was Cogliano, uh, yeah, it hits it was three posts and out. It does, it does not go in. Oh, my God. I miss Cogs a little bit. He was yeah, such know, just a, little bit. Such a great but, player yeah, we could never finish. But, I mean, at that at that point, what what the hell is Delzato doing at the top of the net? And, and Kasha, Dallas that, Akins, that's, baby. That's, Dallas Akins, that, that, drive in. The whole new, the whole new uh, landscape for the Ducks is just like, hey, you know, be tenacious on defense and be creative on offense. And that's what it was. It was just like, hey, you know, you got free reign. You think maybe something might happen here. Hey, jump in. Do it. See what happens. Forwards, defense. I don't give a crap. Just make it happen. And they did. And uh, Kosh is just, ah, he was like four <laughs> when he saw, um, uh, what was it, uh, the Incredible Hulk in uh, Thor Ragnarok. He's like, yes. He's my best friend, bro. He was bro. so, so <laughs> happy that he got that pass to him. But, uh, I guess going way back to your point, uh, yeah, Dell, that was kind of the, you know, all right, I made one bad play. I shouldn't do that anymore. But, uh, it didn't really stick to that. Can we, can we, uh, address the chat real quick? So Eddie's in chat. Um, sure. I, and I know oh. you can't see it, but oh, why isn't he on he's the chatting here. And then his, of course, he, you know, he's, <laughs> you know, he's going back and forth with everybody who's in here. And, and, and of course he uh-huh. has to say, uh, the real question though, how much do you guys miss me being on tonight's show? I mean, not very much. Not very much. I mean, very he pretty little, much ruined my night by not being able to go to the game tonight. I mean, that's uh, not very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would so, so Aaron Dell has that massive mishap, yeah. gives the puck away to Kasha. Kasha finds Michael Delzato. All of a sudden, it's one nothing Ducks. <sighs> this kind of goes back and Wait, forth. Wait, so is it Dell to Kasha to Dell? Zato. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so It's a stretch, but I'm MDZ, going Mighty Duck Zato. Uh, I guess we're going to call him that from now on. Um, scores and then the broadcast team because they can't stay away from making the most ridiculous statements. Uh, it, this time it was Hayward. This time last game was Allers. This time it was Hayward. Uh, Hayward um, served Hayward. him up a Hayward. pizza. Served huh. the pizza. Um, yeah, that's what uh, Allers said uh, two nights ago. Served them up a pizza. Exato. Like there's a Z in pizza and the Z in uh, I mean, no, it happened It happened uh, last game too. It's like this new thing they're saying. I don't understand this whole thing. I've never heard that in my life uh, to describe a play. <laughs> it yeah, just happened. Serving them up a pizza. <laughs> just serving up pie? I, mean, I see that. But like serving um, up a pizza. Or like, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't I, really I guess it's better than ladies' teas. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> they got to come up with something, I guess, every year. I mean, I was, I was like, I told Eddie last year, like, how long until they make a steel and iron pun about Sam still hitting the post? Oh, like how long until he 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 tries to make some sort of play where like steel denied by the iron or the iron, iron. is stronger than the steel oh. or the iron cross? Oh, oh no, I don't know if you want to say that. <laughs> um, so the Nick Delore fights. He that's what it's what he does, and all of a sudden he um, so the Delore goes in and makes a hit on Eric Carlson, and then the broadcast says you can't hit the highest paid defenseman in the league. 
So yeah, now you got to fight Brendan Dillon. You're going to have to fight for it. Um, but it wasn't that bad of a hit. No, he just like kind of just my opinion, bumped him off the boards. It wasn't that big of a deal. Bon, yeah, it's a little little bit of a hit. But I mean, they they looked at each other. And they went. I, I appreciated that they both wanted to fight. And I didn't think, uh, you know, no one really won that one. I think Delorier maybe just a little bit. Just because he started firing him rapid at the end. But that was, was a nice tilt. I, I No one got embarrassed. I don't, I don't get it, man. Uh, I was like, whatever. You got to fight. You got to fight. Dylan's got to defend his. He's got to defend uh, Johnny Depp because he's on the I ice. I think at it's that the point, I think San Jose's like, dude, all right. What? Okay, we were, they're frustrated. I got to assume at that point. So, But, I mean. Let's read the stats here because, you know, the Ducks are facing off against uh, two Norse Trophy winning defensemen tonight. Um, absolutely show, good but. defense. But the Ducks were actually yeah. able to outchance them in all situations, ten to seven, outshoot them twelve to seven. Very nice. High danger chances three to zero in favor of Anaheim. Of course, all these stats brought to you by Natural Statric. If you guys are wondering where we get our stats from, um, good overall we first just make period. Them up, but yeah. yeah, I mean, mostly Eddie makes them up on his Canadian <laughs> website. Um, yeah, it's going to be a theme tonight where we're going to bash Ed. Yeah, he's not in the next few shows either, so it's going to be a good time for the next week or so. Um, oh. <laughs> Ducks, Ducks power play. Did you get a chance to watch the power play against the Coyotes? How awful that was! It could, that yeah, one the one, the one had? chance we got to see him. The one chance they, they had. it just um, didn't get a chance to get set up. The, the puck was never really in the yeah, zone. They, it looked rusty. Most of that that uh, Arizona game looked rusty. kind of rusty. Yeah, I mean, rusty they, were, they were good times. They're good. It was a good start, um, but they looked far. Far that better was what I was looking today. for. Tonight would, uh, looked yeah, really good. It was great. It looked really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, just the good spots, good shots, and, uh, you know, just it didn't quite work. But, you know, it's, as long as they got the chances, then once again, it was you know, it's way better than, oh, yeah, oh, they come in. Oh, they didn't get in. Oh, they came in. They dumped it. Oh, it got cleared. Yeah. Oh, they can't, oh no, they're doing a line change. Oh, they're going to hold on to it for a while. And all right, we're down to 20 seconds left on that power play, and nothing happened. Yeah, but tonight, I mean, that was I mean they season. had Raquel in the Ovi season. spot tonight, <laughs> wiring a shot on Dell. They had guys in front of the net waiting for rebounds. Uh, no problems trying to get those. And the passing was so much cleaner tonight, all throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. Most notably for me, I know we're talking about the power play, but most notably, you could see it in the first period, definitely in the second period, the neutral zone transition game of Anaheim was. I mean, that's what made me go. What am I watching? This is not last. This is yeah. not last season's team. Mm. These guys are actually making mm. plays for the rush and transitioning their game from defense to offense very, very well. And I'm just God, I told Miss Randy Carlisle that. All <laughs> <laughs> right, not for a damn minute. For a what, minute. Why it took so long? It's just like it's like it's almost like you were you were dating a really horrible person, and then all of a sudden you like you break away from me. You're like. Oh God, life is so much easier. But it's like you're this dating way. a horrible what? person, but you didn't what? know it was that bad. Like all your friends are telling you it's horrible, yeah. and you're like, "Well, I mean, like, yeah, it's not that bad." What we'll, we'll get sometimes, there. I feel like, like things when, are uh, good. Bob Murray's going through. <laughs> Bob Murray's going like, uh, "No, no, it's just you know, it's, it's it's just different. You don't you don't understand it the way I do. You, you know, you don't see the way he looks." And it was at the me. second time that they uh, had a relationship. Right? He hired him once, fired him, hired right. him again, he, fired he him, double dip. You can't double dip. He went back. He went back to say bad relationship. <laughs> but uh yeah no Aikens is uh perfect for this team you know people a lot of people will say it's a you know a team in transition I think it is there Don't wasn't any transition it they were tra- ready it's, it's to game move two. on it's game two yeah let's not get yeah, overexcited it's game not. two 
You can't be those those the homers that are just like we're winning the cup, baby, <laughs> going eighty two and zero. Like no, you can't no, do that. no, they're not going to go eighty two and zero. But I'm I'm so much happier. Uh, you know, you talk about the score, talking about how we're the most unwatchable team Jeez, that's going to be that happening. Tweeted this at season. us today too, by the way. Tonight that was such a good thing. Yeah. Like y'all really have good job score. Like they were talking trash yeah. about that article for sure. Yeah, it, it's it's horrific, and it's just someone that just looked at, oh, they didn't score enough goals last year, last in the league, so they're going to suck this year. And it's like, all right, you don't know what the hell's going on. So now. Akamara in chat says, does it help that Aikens coached all the guys that have come up in the last couple of years? Of course, absolutely. They're absolutely. familiar. They want to play for them. You, you always talk about, uh, at least the league does, it always seems to be a thing where if a guy gets promoted from AHL to NHL, all the all the boys that played for him in the AHL, they're like, hey, we're, we'll run through a wall for this guy. I, you know, I'll go through anybody and do anything <laughs> to be, you know, to fight for him. He's he's our guy. That's who I want to win for. And that's the case here in Anaheim. All these kids, they all played for him. They all like Dallas. He's by all accounts a great guy. He's a player's coach. He comes with all that, all that swagger on the, you know, with no tie, shirt unbuttoned. He's got his got a sport coat on. He's not all. He's not yeah, all he's got like his hair disheveled. Yeah, he's he's not all like you know buttoned up and, and stuffy and, and just looks like somebody who's yeah. just ready to go to a, a lawyer business meeting. He doesn't look like that. Why do I feel like you're you're saying his name's Randy right? Now? Oh, man, that's weird. He doesn't look like doesn't Randy. Randy. <laughs> or Brucey. He, he doesn't have yeah. that. Uh, you know, I, my face is on fire. I'm a drunk Irishman. Look, he doesn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have that. Oh, damn it! The kid screwed His up again. I need red. thirty, thirty plus year olds on this team right now. So this stat. Let, let's get to the second period, man, because we got to talk about. <laughs> um, there were some good things in the second period for sure. A lot of good things. Only one miscue really that resulted in uh, a goal, and then it was just basically guys getting caught too far down low. And giving Logan Couture yeah. too much time, and that's pretty much what happened there. But I mean, I got to rip on your goalies, dude. Aaron Dell again, awful play by Aaron Dell handling <laughs> the puck. My goalie, my right. I mean, you love goalies. You're, you're the leader of the goalie goalies. union. Each Aaron Dell <laughs> yeah. tries to fire the puck yeah, up well, the slot. The, Why? Subsequently, his uh, his uh, membership has been revoked. And it should be along with Martin Jones. But Henrique <laughs> is the night off. Of just that. an awful play. Uh, I couldn't believe that. And you know what, though? That was actually after John Gibson made some really outstanding saves against uh, the Sharks, stopping oh, Tomas Hurdle. Why is it Tomas, by the way? Do you know? Uh, he's foreign. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, gets stopped at a rebound <laughs> shot by Hurdle on the doorstep. That was that was a very underrated it was. save, by the way. I, I won't even say underrated. But the fact that, like, I mean, there was an opening. He had to locate where that was and then just push his left leg all the way back to the post and just in enough time on someone who I expected at the beginning of the season, Thomas Hurdle, to get about 30 goals this year. And that was an opening that could have easily gone in. And if if you don't like John Gibson, then this is the reason and you should like him. this is not like the podcast for you. Almost Sorry. any other goalie <laughs> that goes in. It's just his his thought process of oh here it is, and I just to push it out, be in the right spot, and know where to throw his leg. He could have thrown it in a different spot, and it still goes in. It's those little plays that he does so often that get overlooked. You know, just through the a course of a game, that could be a goal. And we're talking about a completely different hockey game. That was outstanding save and desperation save. That he does, even when he doesn't, you know, I mean, he does all the normal stuff you'd expect him to do. And then he does the amazing things that are just look so easy, but are actually extremely Yeah, difficult. so Sea Monkey, great name, by the way, in Twitch chat, yes, says Gibson looked calm it. all night. 
and he has the la- the first two games of the season. That's he's just, yeah, but he's not wearing the cape, and I, I noted that on Twitter tonight. He's not having to wear the Superman cape. He's just he's <sighs> like, okay, cool. There's a routine save. He had to make a couple good ones tonight, and a couple good ones against the Coyotes, but not like four minute sequences where the Ducks are hemmed in their zone. And not able to change. And he's got to make a save. And then a rebound. And then, oh, the shot got blocked, but he had to drop it and slide all the way over to this side. It's just, that's exhausting. That's got to be exhausting. I, I wouldn't know, clearly. But, I mean, you you play net. <laughs> I mean, that's incredibly exhausting. It has to be for a guy who had to see that all 100%. Year. And it's, it's a different type of exhaustion from, like, when you're playing out and you're skating around and you're tired and you're, 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 you're reaching for players and you get a little tired like i mean that's one sort of down up left right hold tight don't let any openings just that whole sequence happening if you have to do that for about 20 or 30 seconds that's exhausting for a beer league goalie like me to do it for two three minutes at a time make the save make sure you you are now back up and your your shoulders are square your chest is up no you're not leaving anything up or over it's it's extremely exhausting. So the fact he doesn't have to do that, he can take on, what was it, 36, 37 shots he did mm-hmm. tonight, and it doesn't look like he was tired at all. It's just because he didn't have to do it all within a 15-minute sequence. Right, it was 38 you know? so shots, just, or, uh, not 30, no, 38 scoring chances, um, 36, say, or 36 shots against, so 35 saves today. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, even though I think the Ducks technically got outshot that game, you you couldn't tell the duck is dominated and that is unbelievable for a goalie when you have to make one, two, Hey, every now and again, you got to bail out and you have a sequence for a minute. But if you have to go period in period out, you're going to have about three or four of these two to three minute sequences where you just got to stand on your head. You're going to be exhausted. And eventually by the all-star break, you're too tired to, to be any good at the end of the season. So this is why I like where the ducks are at. The ducks are much better defensively not only from their defensemen but from their forwards yeah no they all it's like a team defense they, at the broadcast and i hate giving them credit you know how much i love our broadcast <laughs> team but uh you know yeah. defense by committee that, that's what's going on right now that's how we're playing and it's certainly helping that's out how you Gibson, have to play sure. now so real quick i don't we don't need to go in depth on the shark school because we got to get to the third period here shortly but he didn't really have a chance. There's nothing Gibby could do on that. He, he goes down a butterfly, yeah. goes to make the save, traffic in front, Couture picked the top corner. I mean, I always love when you break down goals against Gibson, but at this point, I mean, there's really nothing he could have done there. No, not much. Uh, he didn't really get a, a great look at it. He knew what side it was going on. And he even looks to the side that it goes, but he really doesn't get a good look because of a moving screen right at the moment of truth. Uh, that's what I call it, where like literally you ha- you're focused, you're dialed in, and all of a sudden something moves right in front of you at the exact moment the shot's made, and then you have to pick it up halfway to you. And when that happens, if it's a good shot, it's it's in. I mean, if if it's a halfway close to you shot, then maybe you start you know, throw a limb out there or something, and it hits you, and you get lucky a little bit, and you start looking where's the rebound because that's all you can hope right. for. But that was put in such a good spot, and uh, that moving screen right at the moment of truth, just, you know, it, they're going to go in. They're not going to, you know, they're not all going to be saves. You can't get uh, shut out every game. But, I mean, talk about well, it now. Uh, Gibson's only given up one goal a game. Well, let's talk about this goal, though, because this was yeah. very exciting. Two games, so happy. <laughs> highlight real goals for the Ducks. Cam Fowler with the edge work, almost as good yeah. as Connor McJesus, as you would say. Damn good yeah. edge work, the pivot on the hips. <laughs> I, I was blown away, dude. I almost jumped off my couch uh, two nights ago watching that yeah. when he pulled that move off. They went, went, you know, top shelf, far side. But 
Camp Fowler haters out there. Can't hear you Campus now. Campus Lindholm leads, leads the charge out of the defensive zone, already has two streaking players through the neutral zone, and Kasha and Getzloff hits Kasha with a perfect pass, and then Kasha with the money pass to Getzloff in stride. Getzloff a big hulking machine, but an old machine, <sighs> not very fast, yeah. but had enough on his stride to be able to break in on Aaron Dell, go backhand, forehand, and deke, and then go tumbling into the boards. Oh, my God, dude. What a goal by Ryan Getzloff. That, I, I was outstanding by him there. I almost thought he was going to drop pass it, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. I had a right. Drop pass it to whoever. <laughs> whoever was there. Was there. The referee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, ref, ref, here, drop pass. I got pass. I got turnovers everywhere. Uh, no, uh, yeah, the underrated move was that Kasha could have put his head down and then just kind of drove into the, the zone. But he kind of picks his head up and just makes a little subtle move to the middle. And then that just kind of opens everything up and a direct pass and a strike right to Getzloff. And then against everything in Getzloff's, you know, body, his his essence, his being, he actually goes, I'm going to shoot here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to figure out a way to shoot. And uh, he does a great job of actually making a deke, getting around Dell and burying it. Dell was way too aggressive on that play in my opinion although you know who thinks Gesloff's going to pull it deep I mean when if anything he, he was maybe waiting for Gesloff to come in and do a wind up slap shot and then oh no it's not a slap shot it's a drop pass to no one uh, so he kind of gets beat on that one but Gesloff goes tumbling to the boards everyone holds their breath for a second and then he gets the biggest cuddle hug from Kes- or, uh, from Kasha that I've after ever he seen. landed ever so <laughs> awkwardly so on the ice and slammed him to the boards, he fell <laughs> hard, like, dude. He fell like so ran hard. Into him. He's like, "Hey, buddy, you did it. Good job." <laughs> and that's like the biggest guy on the so team good. and the smallest guy on yeah. the team. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like a kid seeing his dad score a goal in beer league. It's like, ah, we're on the same team. We did, we did it. it. We did it. All excited. So good, man. That was great. Love Gets it. Getzloff killing it. <laughs> Carter Rowney gets a breakaway shortly after that and oh, yeah. just fumbles it at Thought the moment of truth there in front of Aaron Dell. Could have easily been three to one right then. The Ducks at that yeah. point were out chancing the Sharks to like three to one. They were just all. They were just over going them. nuts in the second. Is this the year I mean, that we turn this chance. around in the second period? Two games in, we get it. No. Are we ready to maybe have great second periods of hockey? Because the last several seasons, Jay, and I know you're with me, and I know Eddie is too. No, uh-huh. but it's like maybe we have a one nothing lead in the first I don't period. Know why. Go to the second period. We're like, oh Jesus, oh please. Uh, all right, all right. Can all right. we please just get out of this? Two, we got a just chance. Get out of this. We give up two, and we're down two one. We got a chance in the third. It was never like, hey, this period might be good for us. It was never that thought process. But um, yeah, early on. But I mean, they're just playing well. So it doesn't matter what period they're in. There's going to be lulls here and there, and second period's always going to be tough, anyways, because of the long change. But it's, it's never like, all right, we're going to this period shorthanded for 20 minutes. And we're going to try and figure this out. Hopefully we come out okay on the other exactly. end. Now it's like, hey, we're going in. There's a chance, you know, my and I'll work out. That's kind of the same with the other team, though. So hopefully it works out as long as we work hard. You know, but now it's like if we work hard, we can get through this. Either we, we come out even or hopefully ahead or, you know, we don't go too down. So. It, it, it's I'm, I'm very nice to have a fun – even though they got scored on, I wasn't really disappointed because how they were playing. And that's a big difference. And, and the goal that went in wasn't uh, what are you gonna really do? A, a horrible – I mean, every now and again, you're going to have a, a, a lapse and it's going to go in. 
I mean, that's it's it's rough to get a shutout now in the NHL. It just does not happen. Look at most of the scores tonight. Most of them have been just insane. Although I think Calgary was pretty close to shutout. So we we got to get to uh, Uncle Rico's goal at the end of this period because <laughs> everyone in chat is talking about how they got all these kinds of uh, sexual references, talking about how that they couldn't believe <laughs> how awesome uh, that play was by him, and they were talking. Uh, inappropriately so uh yeah you have to read the chat this is not a patreon show but um before we get there the five on two rush clearly would never would have seen that ever in the history of randy carlisle like that's just not happening ricard raquel would have had to made a line change on that rush he would he would have been i I think i think think yelled off the ice with five guys they would have they would have dumped it in and everyone would have had to change (laughs) It doesn't matter if there was no one back. It was a five on zero. Everyone changed. No, no, no. You you passed your limit. Uh, yeah. Not only was it a five on two, uh, uh, Raquel. Raquel was the last guy. <laughs> he was the last one in. That your most lethal goal scorer, you know, on the team is is your last guy in. He, he gets a puck and wrists it wide. But I always got to think like he's like, what the hell's happening? Like he's looking around. Like, oh crap! The puck. I'm shooting. He and Kasha now? are due. Okay. <laughs> and it's two games in. They're yeah. due with how well they're playing so far. So Max Jones on top that, of that oh, too. I, know, I just man. everyone's kind of everyone's kind of due already. But it's only been two. Gibby <laughs> can't not talk about him. He did make a huge stop on Sorensen, who then went into the boards really hard and went straight to the bench for the Sharks. Mm. That is a good turnaround. The Ducks go back to the way. Hampus with some silky moves finds Jones in front. Jones can't get the handle on it because he's. Big being dreadful over by a defenseman in front. Hampus yeah, really stepping up his right offensive game. Hope that turns around a better season than last year for him as well because you know, this whole team had just a garbage fire year last season. Last so it would be year. nice to see uh-huh. Hampus get on the score sheet a little bit more. I was very happy with his game tonight, honestly. It's hard to look past Fowler and Gooley just because the stats say it all for them. But uh, And the stats don't say it all for Manson and, and, and Hampus, and they do face tough minutes. And not to throw them a pass, but much better game tonight than they had against the Coyotes against tougher competition, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, on on Manson's uh, side of things, I mean, besides the physicality of everything, I mean, he's he's back to what he was, and that's clearing out the net. That's what we miss so much, especially when we win to like playoffs or we win to like heavy teams. We didn't have anybody that could push anybody no. around. And it was just it, it Manson, and that's why. So we constantly had a BXR. We tried to, you know, hopefully Holzer could kind of do it, but hopefully that was it. Other than that, you know, we just we didn't have the Manson there. Manson in this game, he was clearing people out. There were chances where there there could have been goals by San Jose, but Manson was on. Top oh, we talked about that in the third me. period. Manson goes nuts. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys go nuts <laughs> in the third period. Hey, Manson didn't like any yeah. of that going on. We can get to that in just a second. <laughs> we have to talk about Devin Shore being robbed by Arundel, just because I want to talk about the most important part of the of the second period, which was Adam Henrique scoring his goal. And Kevin LeBanc uh, having the OV broken controller syndrome, but he's not oh, OV. Well, we so did. It's like, 100%. Sorry, bro. You can't be bad defensively yeah. if you don't score a ton of goals like OV does. That's the way it is. Yeah. But my God, that he looked like me when I played at a much worse pace, by the way. Oh, yeah. He looked like me uh, yeah. doing a back check. Like, 
Oh, that guy's got nah, the puck. Yeah, you, I'm nah, just gonna. You you would have been at. Just gonna tap you would have been at center. Just gonna tap him. <laughs> you would have been at center, but yeah, he he was like there for like half a second, and then he like looked back to see, this, can anyone grab this guy? Because I just gave. Yeah, him. he's like, and, <laughs> and then and then Henrik just like, it. all right, well, cut to the middle, and that was it. Was still a beautiful goal that he scored. Anyways, Backhand I mean, shelf just, is a beautiful. The goal, shot man. was top shelf in tight. That's tough to do in any way. Takes respect, the puck but... from Hurdle in the neutral zone, breaks in, uh, and LeBanc just. Oh. Oh. Ah. It's like he was he was there for a half a second, and then the second he realized, oh, he's going to turn the corner. He's like, well, I had a good. See, run. He's already going to score. It's all good. He's just he's already. <laughs> gonna score. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm just going to hope the goalie's going to stack the pads and rob him. Uh, was something. that not know. when Eric Carlson broke his stick over the net? I think that was the uh, I case. I believe so. It was the third one where someone just... Oh, took, yeah. I think I, it was Eric Carlson. Was, but someone took their stick and just... like <laughs> So good. It's like, I'm done. I'm done. I would have been pissed, too, seeing <laughs> that. Like, dude, are you not in shape? <laughs> Can you not at least yeah. look like you're trying but, to catch I mean, him? Well, at the same time, that is their second game in two nights. Yeah. And yeah. they've only scored one goal yeah. per yeah. game. Yeah. Ryan Reeves got to their head, man. That's what happened. The Sharks, yeah, the Sharks couldn't shake that. Um, so the Ducks in, be in the second the period, three to one. What a period! Yeah. Great night for Ryan Getzloff tonight at, at every part of his game, and it's been a long time, Jay, since we've seen that guy be able to make plays consistently throughout the entire game and not look like he's doing it for naught. I felt like last yeah. season he would make a play, get open, make a pass, nothing happens. And it's like tonight he wins a board battle, gets a pass off. There's a rush. There's a scoring chance. There's something going on in his life on the ice where he can be like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm one of the top ten centers in the league, you know, the past ten years. That's just what it is. And I mean, I know he's, he's in decline and maybe he's not there this year last year. But, I mean, Getzloff's done so much for this team. It's nice to see him be part of something that's going to be much better in the later stages. Because I imagine it was not fun hockey uh, the last couple of seasons mm-hmm. in an Anaheim sweater. Yeah, no, I mean, how much how much fun have you heard any player say? Oh yeah, no, uh, Carlisle, the coach, <laughs> loads of fun, outstanding uh, personality. Can't, can't wait to play hockey with this dude. Um, but yeah, no, it's like last season. It was like literally you just watch him skate, and he felt like everybody was behind him, and he was just trying to pull them all together mm-hmm. with him. It's like, come on, we can do this. I'm the captain. I'll help you out. Now it's almost like everyone's playing, and I, it, not as a gentleman, I don't, I don't notice him as much, which is actually good because all of a sudden, oh yeah, there's Getzloff. Oh, he's feeding somebody. Oh, he's doing something. It's almost like you're, you're just not like waiting for like, well, everyone's gonna suck. When's Getzloff coming out here? I, I just need Getzloff out there to maybe have some hope. And now it's like it, it just there's a wave, there's another wave, and oh, gets us out there. Oh, he gave it to Kasha. Look at Kasha go. Oh, he's show, setting up Shore or Delzato. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you don't have to wait for Getzloff to just drag this team into goal scoring, yep. and that's got to be in a relief. Uh, you know, you can see it when he's playing and happy, and the whole other team is just like, hey, we're all contributing, and it's not just a one-man show anymore. Exactly, and there's not a ton to talk about in the third period. There's a little bit, so we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. We spent a lot of time on the first and second period. That's the most events. Ducks outchanced 20-13 to 13 in that second period. Beautiful. Man. I think they probably had 20 scoring chances under Randy Carlisle altogether last season before Bob Murray took over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if they're lucky. I mean, maybe. 
I mean, all, 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 all season. season. Oh, you said all yeah, season. Yeah, all season. I mean, 20 chances <laughs> all season. For a game. They probably had 20 <laughs> goals all season until Bob Murray took over behind the bench. Yeah. That's what yeah. it felt like. I mean, dude, we talked about losses for months, it felt like, uh, the beginning of last year. I mean, And the same problem. Oh, I mean, remember oh, when oh. they won against the Sharks last oh, season nice. and we were like, they should never have won that game? Like, that was yeah. unbelievable. Like, even when they won, we were like, Like, oh, how'd they do that? that? It was magic. They were so, it was magic. <laughs> Tonight, different story. Pray to the hockey Much guys. more positive yeah. things to look at here. Ducks out chance them 20 to 13 in, in all areas of the ice, not just in evens. So great second period by Anaheim. I have not seen a team look like this in, uh, from the Ducks in many years. It's been a very refreshing. Two games, we get it, but very refreshing. Yeah. Um, third period, we can definitely talk about this. Underrated game tonight, Troy Terry. You noticed him tonight. He may have not been all over the score yeah. sheet, but you very much noted Troy Terry having chances, making plays. Um, they, he had that play through the neutral zone. I think it was in the second period where he was able to go through a couple of guys and then was able. he got stuffed by a defender. I'm not sure the defender was, but that doesn't really matter. The fact that, that Troy Terry has the confidence to go and zip through the neutral zone as a young player and pull off a little, little stick handle there without getting screamed at on the bench probably. Is a good thing for Anaheim. Yeah, right. Underrated game exactly. tonight was Troy Terry. But uh, third period, Troy Terry robbed by Aaron Dell, also with Adam Henrique. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's visible there. And then Giddy, he's yeah. like, oh, hey, man, I got, I got, I got this little uh, thing over here handled for the Vezda this year. I'm going to go ahead and rob <laughs> Thornton and uh, Brozinski, too. Two giant saves in the yeah. third period by John Gibson to keep this game 3-1, to one, man. And Giddy had to be good when he needed to be. But like you said earlier, dude, he didn't have to be every other shot or for a long stretch. Yeah, it just, yeah, exactly. Like we talked about before, it's, if if you only need it every now and again, uh, that will go a long way, not only in a goalie's psyche, but just the the confidence that it builds throughout a team where it's like, listen, uh, you know, hey, you know, we're playing well, but if we screw up, this dude is going to bail us out. But if we screw up for five minutes in a row, He's probably going to let in a goal, and we can't really expect him to do everything for us as far as keeping the puck out of the net. Right. So, you know, it's like, hey, just just make the sensational saves if you need to. Otherwise, we're really going to try and hold it down. But it's a difference between no one knowing what they're doing versus not only do the defense now know what they're doing, but forwards are there to help. And they're also not allowing you know shots to get through from the point getting deflected in front obviously two games so we'll see where this goes from here but the structure is so much i was gonna better. ask you about that and, the structure being better yeah. and the forwards helping out it, to me it's very noticeable when the ducks are in the defensive zone the forwards aren't playing very high they're not all over the defender they're playing lower to the top of the circle maybe even closer in between the circle and the dot that's to be able to help out the defense that's to be able to get on the puck yeah. along the on the half walls to be able to support your defenseman for a breakout. And the Ducks are doing a, a much better job this season than last season with that. Because you can't get caught too high. Everyone always thinks it's man-on-man. Man. Cool. You could lose your man in, in the fluff between the neutral zone and the blue line. The Ducks are doing a great job at supporting the defenseman. Being able to be available for an outlet pass is just something we didn't see last season. Didn't see a lot of that last season. The Ducks are doing a much better well, job this year. Well, you just touched on it, and it was literally like you you can be all in tight and just try and block everything through the middle, and then eventually you let things on the outside start to go, and then you kind of get beat that way. 
they're kind of staggered in a way where they're not going all the way to the points. They're not doing man to man, but they're kind of almost a little bit in zone. But by being a little bit more responsible defensively, it's when the puck does get shot or there's a puck open, everyone's ready to break yeah. out. Everyone kind of knows where everyone else is. So there's it's quick, easy, direct passes out of the zone where before it was like, oh, there's a puck, smack it hit it over there, get it to the corner, just get it away yep. from here. And then everyone's just helter skelter trying to figure out who, well, now who do I cover and who's got the puck? And they got to look three different places before they make a decision. Now it's just like, all right, we've got this kind of figured out. There it is. I'm moving here. Here's an outlet. You got two outlets, three outlets, just pick one. Yep. No, hundred percent. Yeah. It's so noticeable. Yeah. You can see, Way you can see the forwards collapse in help. And then the second, the puck is to the point they're on the point, but they're not, hovering yeah. up there they're not getting ahead of the play yeah. they're there to help create the play yeah. major difference and that goes against what a lot of ducks fans had said about hey man not a big difference between randy carlisle and dallas Akins. you just watch just watch these kids coming up with they want to have them play the same system i'm like wrong, dude wrong, wrong, wrong. carlisle <laughs> is a dinosaur he is a dinosaur yeah. it's not going to be the same under dallas Akins, and so far it hasn't gonna say yeah. it again man broken record two games in but it's so nice um yeah. Ducks are able to Refreshing. pull off the victory in the in the third period. They hold down the fort over John Gibson with a 3-1 win. Of course, they get outshot and outchance the third, ladies and gentlemen. That's called score effects. Ducks aren't trying to bury this uh, this team with uh, taking chances. But they didn't back off. That was very important, too. They still held a rush when they needed to. It wasn't this 0-4 check crap that we saw last year. Yeah. But the Sharks are a talented yeah. team. Yeah. They're going to get their chances in the third period when they're down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, you know, to your point, the Ducks that they, they don't do the the dump and change. Mm. It was never a dump and chase. It was never a dump and chase last year. It was dump and change, and then they just kind of would meander out. And, you know, the other team had all the time in the world to figure out what they wanted to do. Now it was just you know it's dump dumping with a purpose, and they you know either forecheck hard, make them make a, a hard decision quick, something like that that would just kind of change up how you know the the team that's defending or trying to get back in the game would have to play it so this is completely different even if they they dump in it and do a line change it's just it's far and in between and way different from what we were doing uh, or dealing with last year no it's completely different man uh quack pack quack pack and then a bunch of letters uh chimed in sharks have the worst goalie <laughs> tandem in the league right jay i think that's that's got to be dude it's got to be them, unless it's Mike Smith. <laughs> unless it's Mike Smith. <laughs> I'm I'm in gonna, Edmonton, right? That's where he's at now. Because because uh, yeah, Cam yeah, Tablet went to uh, went to. I don't know. I'd even throw I throw L A in that, in that mix as well. <laughs> I, I think they I think they just gave up seven goals in their opener, or six or seven goals to Edmonton. No, I mean, that's the know. first game, and Edmonton Kings? played a couple. Yeah, Kings played Edmonton today. I thought last oh, I saw boy. they were down six five. Oh boy. That makes me so, so happy. Um, Can't wait to text Kyle and Brian tomorrow about that one. Uh, they lost <laughs> right. six to five. Yeah, six to five. Um, yeah, now, yeah, I, I can I can figure out their tandems that are a little bit worse. Uh, Jones had a, a horrific season, worst season of his career. Uh, you'd hope he kind of rebound, but at the same time, they've had two games against Vegas, which Vegas is top top of our division we're not going to crop with man. them the cream of the crop they're they're the best they also had to play against gibby and on a back-to-back -back night 
And so uh, Jones and Dell have had to deal with a total of three San Jose games where they've had a total of three goals. So unless they're getting shutouts every single game, they're probably going to lose. Is this the point where Um, the uh, NHL broadcaster uses the old uh, baseball, uh, you know, the old baseball saying, didn't get enough run support? Uh, they always say yeah, they didn't get enough run support. They always say that. No, not necessarily. <laughs> they didn't get enough defensive support. Uh, it's almost like a a good pitcher where um, so many defensive lapses make your ERA as bad as it is. Okay, we're losing everybody yes. here. No one wants baseball no, sorry. talk. <laughs> hey, yeah, so we uh, got a little. So Brett asked. So Pat, <laughs> Ducks keep playing this way. You're going to save a lot of money on beer, aren't you? I mean, yeah. Jason and I will not be having to be hammered. Uh, watching these games. I think that's what he's getting at. Oh, uh, well, there's some truth to that because <laughs> literally I had I had, uh, I had a beer. I set it down and to watch a second period. And there were like seven face-offs in all of the second Maybe. period. I mean, like I literally, I literally didn't want to get up and go get a beer. And my beer fridge is like left of my TV. And I, I wasn't going to do it. I was just, it was just so entranced with the way the Ducks were playing. I really didn't want to miss anything. So, yeah, in a way, we'll kind of save. I mean, Josh chimes in. Uh, I, I get hammered whether the Ducks <laughs> play well or not. Uh, I mean, normally, normally yeah. yeah. <laughs> normally, but now it's like, oh, my God, I, I don't want to miss it. I mean, I guess I, I got DVR. I could pause it, but then my phone blows up with all the, you know, oh, something happened. I can't wait for the hate here with my take, but no, we're talking somebody, about Vegas. Know, They're whatever. my second favorite team to watch. <laughs> The Ducks are my favorite. Vegas is my second favorite team in the entire NHL to watch. And I think the Ducks are kind of taking a page a little bit out of what Vegas does. It's not a bad page to take, uh, man. It just—it really isn't. Vegas does it really well. The Ducks don't have a Mark Stone. Mark Stone makes time stop. He's the new. uh, He's the new Bergeron. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Marchessault's good on that team. Yeah, but anyways, but yeah, the the Ducks. You know. I hate to, you know, come off as a homer, but I am. But you are. Yeah, but in all honesty, in all honesty, I'll be I'll be critical if the Ducks actually suck, and I don't think they. Oh, suck. they know. Think Anybody listening really, to really us today good. who heard last season's podcast, they know how we feel. Yeah, they know we're 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 not homers all the way. It was like, oh my god, again, they suck this bad. Well, let's be, before we get to <laughs> questions because we're in the post post game show right now, right? We finished our. All of our talk about the games. Now we got to talk about uh, the Ducks in the coming days. What's going to happen here? How do you feel the Ducks are going to play going on the road? First game in Detroit. That's going to be on Tuesday, and then they have a Thursday night uh, in Pittsburgh. How are you looking at these games? Do you feel like they're going to be able to go in there and kind of? I, I mean, if they don't take care of Detroit, I'm a little concerned. They never really play well in Detroit. I know it's not. The same arena uh, We're now in uh, was it Little Caesars Pizza Arena, whatever that is. Though. You got to wear uh, a toga know, yeah, the, uh, to be uh, in the arena. The, apparently, the, the infamous. Yeah, you got to wear a toga. Little Caesars you gotta have pizza a toga arena, and you have to eat your pizza on a spear. Just <laughs> the way it is. And you have to. You can't say pizza once. It's always got to be pizza. at least multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, pizza. twice. Maybe <laughs> twice. Uh, I wonder if it's five bucks there. Oh. Oh, Dude, so much cheaper than I would that. love that. Yeah, I mean, all right, all right. I mean, I mean if I'm ever in Detroit, uh, which I never yeah. will be, sure. <laughs> De- Detroit's, you know, yeah, they're they're tire fire. So any any team that has any semblance of organization should do well against that team. Um, uh, I think the only person did they 
Did they even add anybody? They added uh, Steve Eiserman uh, to their management staff. Oh. Yeah. Well, that'll work out for them later. Yes. But as far yeah, as far as moving on, I think uh, the Ducks are going to build on uh, a nice, you know, two games where they only let in one goal in each game. Uh, they're getting better and better. They look better, and they're playing against a um, inferior a team, team with Dylan so Larkin I, I and people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's a possibility, but and you know, hey, we're in the first time out in the road, and yada yada yada, but. I just think the Ducks are too focused and too too into what they're doing and what they want to do this season to really kind of let the fact that they're on the road and they're in Detroit really kind of affect them. So I can't see them all of a sudden just letting off the gas pedal right now. So I think they could do that. I think Pittsburgh's going to be more of a challenge for sure. I think they won 7-2 to two tonight. Um, yeah, but they so, didn't look good uh, in their first game. That's for damn sure. They didn't. They didn't. But I mean, it, that's Russ. The Ducks didn't look good in their first game, but they, yeah, they looked decent, I guess. But um, yeah, that one to be a little bit more tough. Uh, you know, at some point, the Ducks are going to lose. I, I feel that. Uh, I don't know. If there's Depends. any place to I do mean, it, it's going to be Pittsburgh. If, if, if Gibby yeah, starts, who, who plays? Who plays goal? Yeah. If Gibby plays goal, I think we see Gibby, Miller on the road. Do you not? I do at some point. I would even say probably this whole new thing where we got got this entire whole new manager. We got the guy looking after players' health and Mm. fitness. I think they're going to be like, "Hey, Gibby gets to start in In Detroit. Detroit. He starts Detroit and then takes and then takes Thursday off against Pittsburgh as hometown." I think I think Miller probably does Pittsburgh, Uh, but mm. but then again, you know what I. I also wouldn't no, I, be surprised no, if he plays both. I, I, take, I take that back. I take that back. I think Gibby starts both games. He I think probably he does, does Detroit. I think he does Pittsburgh. I think he's so good, and he's he's top three goalie in my opinion. So I think uh, if you got a chance to play your top three goalie, there's not back to back nights on the road. I don't see. I mean, why I think he's top two. And I think it's you and Gibson. But, I mean, that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's 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 a it's a thin hairline between me and Gibson's ability. Yes. No. Very true. It's yes. very small. It's weird you didn't make the NHL. Yes. Let's just be honest about that. Yeah, it's it's odd. You know, it's all politics. Pretty much. You and Bob Murray on bad terms. Um, <laughs> solid closing period for the Ducks in the third period. Solid game overall. Outstanding game, really. Honestly, it was an outstanding game if you look at it from all angles. Uh, the underlying stat, the stats will say that it was closer than you want it to be. But honestly, I throw the third period a little out the window just because Score effects come into play. San Jose has to press, make those you know those plays they normally wouldn't make to try to get back into the game. Um, outstanding game from Brendan Gooley and Cam Fowler. Andre Kasha with six shots on goal. That kid shoots from literally anywhere on the ice. Once the puck. Adam Henrique, four shots on goal tonight too. By the way, five on five. Those are all five on five stats, which is insane. Uh, Adam Henrique with six shots overall. He was in the play all the time tonight, and he had an underrated game against the Coyotes. I think I think he's primed to have another decent season. He's going to be the fifty to sixty well, point guy. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do Adam Harik is gonna do Adam Henrique things, and it's just the dude is a model of consistency. I mean, from almost from the start to where he is now, I mean, you you know what you're gonna get from Adam Henrique, which is awesome. Um, Kasha, as long as he just, you know, knock on wood here, stays healthy, he's good. And him, Getzloff, and I'd much rather have Shore out there than have Richie wow. out there. I mean, how that, does Chad feel about that? Better. Shore over Richie? Fine. How does everyone feel about that? 
Let's wait till they catch up in the in the chat here. All right. Well, no, I would say just look at this game compared to last game. Like, I understand Richie needs to be put. Yeah, Josh says Shore greater than Richie. I cannot see Richie as a top line guy. And even if you want to say Getzloff's second line guy, I don't think Richie's second line. I think he's third line. He's third or fourth. Same thing, man. They agree with you too. If if he can't be fourth line, Damn, then why have him? Why have him? <laughs> everyone's agreeing with me. I'm full of good points. I mean, man. you're you're probably the be best goalie, taker. You got all the best takes. <laughs> um, I got to ask you a question, man, because I'm right, very curious what you think your answer is going to be. I know you don't have your laptop up with this with the stat sheets in front of you, so don't do it. No, nah, it's over. I'm here. sure I'm everyone else uh, can look at these stats <laughs> here and guess. But if you haven't already known the answer, go ahead and throw it in chat. Who do you think led all? players or not all players all forwards in ice time tonight uh terry no no it's way one off. more guess right. one more was that let's see who did i hear a whole lot um damn uh let no uh, henry Derek grant uh ah, really? elite center almost one. 19 minutes tonight he was the fourth. That is fifth damn impressive. Most play, or no, sorry, seventeen minutes and thirty-three seconds. He was behind Gooley like, and Fowler, Manson and Lindholm. He was fifth on the. He was fifth on the team. He's behind four defenders. Uh, Insane that you're playing Derek Grant that much, right? He played no. more than Ricard Raquel. He played more than Andre Kasha, more yeah. than Jacob Silverberg. Well, who has who who has more goals, Kasha, Raquel, or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there real quick. I don't think it really matters at this point. I think it's uh, the the Dallas Eakins thing is uh, you know I, I hate saying oh you got to roll four lines. You Almighty Peppa in our or, chat said yeah. our Lord and Savior Derek Grant. Everyone else is like, holy hell, who are you talking about? Are you are you kidding me? Elite elite, elite one C Coach one, Blood. Derek Whoever Coach Blood is, great <laughs> name by the way. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, you, you, you give it to whoever is, is going to be out there and produce, and that's what I like about what Aikens does, or, you know, I guess I hope that's what the NHL does as far as other coaches do. It's like, well, who is producing? Who's going out? Who's making the effort? I don't care that, you know, hey, you're, you know, you used to be great two years ago, or, you know, you, you got a really good shot or something like that. It's like, who's working hard? Who's not a detriment? And, Usually the really great players end up kind of making that, but uh, you know I, I wouldn't use it as uh, I'm going to hold you back just because I don't know your name and I know that dude's name. But if that dude's hustling and he's doing his job or excelling past his job expectation, mm-hmm. then put him in and make make him play and until he screws up. If he screws up, then you know it's not that bad. But figure it out now before play. I, 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 you know everyone who's listened to the show long enough knows that I love. Uh, Hampus Lindholm, he was at the top of expected goals for. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. Uh, it, when he was out there, uh, everyone was trying to score goals or did score goals. That's yeah. a great thing for Hampy there. You know, I love him there. But uh, yeah, one play where I think he threw it in front, almost got Jones. a goal. I think it was round Jones. Jones was, in front. Was it Jones? Jones, Jones bobbled it because he was he had someone draped all over him. Uh, he had a, a Norse. That one? He had a I Norse thought he had another one. I, I thought round it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of good things right, tonight. Any more, any more questions in chat? Let's do that. Or, uh... Let's get on to the questions. Anyone have questions in chat? Please ask. 
If you don't, that's okay. We'll go to Twitter. We have a couple questions on Twitter we want to get to before we wrap the show up. But uh, we got to go with questions in chat first as you guys are here. Let's see what happens here. No, Almighty Peppa says, the way I see it with Derek Grant is he wins face-offs to keep puck possession and he doesn't take penalties too often. So I see why he's leading ice time. It's a good point. So far, you don't really see Derek Grant on the negative side of things. You don't see an egregious turnover by Derek Grant. But I want to say that probably has a lot to do with from when you saw him prior to this. It wasn't under Dallas Aikens. He didn't get the kind of ice time he's getting now. Positive implications that you're seeing now from him is that he actually is a player who can play hockey and a player who can produce and a guy who's responsible. So if we get that kind of production out of him, yeah. then he deserves the ice time. You know, if he's making the plays away from the puck, I don't mind it. And uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong from the uh, Arizona game, but the Ducks had leads going into the third period and had to try and maintain leads. I think maybe at that point you get a guy who can win a lot of faceoffs, who's good defensively because gets off all the you know underrated defensively. Um, I think uh, you know would take chances offensively. So I think that they might be more prone to putting out the fourth line center. Although Grant's elite center number one, I get it. Uh, they probably would let him get more of that ice time in those two games, in those two instances, I would think. I mean, I could be wrong, but I would think that's maybe it. He's not, he's not a liability. Not he doesn't face he off. take penalties either. Yeah, it doesn't take penalties, so you know what you're getting. And um, I would say that's probably why he got a little bit more time, especially with the Ducks Responsible. being 3-1. Going in the yeah. third. The, the big deal they'll, is... They'll, when bleed, you, they'll bleed a little chances, but hopefully they're not high Exactly. Danger. That's all. So, Ricky says, Richie on the trade block. Richie on the trade block. Forever. Two games in. I don't know, man. <laughs> Ricky, you might be wishing too hard here, Bo. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, for what? Uh, that's, that's the, the tough call. Thing. You can't trade what you don't want for something you want. You just you can't do it. Yeah. It's tough. That's yeah, a tough e- one. everyone's gonna everyone's gonna look, and maybe you get that. Yeah, it, it's tough early on. Maybe there's a panic button for some. Uh, there's no panic button. Yes. Well, I mean, in San Jose, zero and three. Zero three with uh, three you losses lost to the most unwatchable teams. team in the NHL, according to the score. According That's to the score. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Richie still has value in the fact that he's, uh, what is it? Was he sixth overall pick or seventh or something like that? I mean, I think it was top 10, but, um, as far as, uh, you know, yeah, I would think he's expendable at this point. Maybe the ducks are still trying to look at trying to find a way to make him work in the lineup. But the fact there's a healthy scratch and the ducks look better without him. Yep. Um, I don't really see much of a reason to keep him on. He, he had his shot, and you know maybe just need two to, games you know, in, change the scenery. Two games better. I know. Two games in. I know. No, not not with Richie. We're we're four seasons in with Richie. <laughs> Probably. We're four seasons yeah. in and two yeah. games. <laughs> okay. Let's get on to another question. Here we have. Uh, uh, we got to go to Brett. He says, "Can you adopt me, Pat?" Um, sure. If, he doesn't uh, have that space. I mean, I know he wants to get adopted because he wants better internet because he's in Canada. That's the main oh, reason. Oh, he's a Canadian? Yeah, Canadian. he lives in Winnipeg, oh. Edmonton, Manitoba, Moose, something. I don't know, man. Yeah. Very far away. Yeah. Very far away. Oh, those mooses. Yeah. Brett, I would love to have no, you in California sorry. come to a game. You should come. 
you can yeah, definitely yeah. stay here or with Jason. We can, we have we have room. We have couches. We have uh, air beds. No, he, he doesn't. He uh, doesn't. He don't want. <laughs> we have tents. You can buys. sleep in the yard that I don't have that Jason does. You can put a tent in the yard. And Jason's yeah, house. I'll, I'll rent a moose. Do something. I'll, I can get you here. We'd some, love to somewhere. have you here though. Can give you a mounty hat. You can just sneak in. I know you're gonna go mounty route. I know you're gonna do that. <laughs> so Coach Blood says <laughs> Allers mentioned Grant's ice time and said for a supposed fourth line center. Yeah, because. Aikens doesn't play line matchups, John Allers. He rolls lines yeah. as he led all fours in ice time. Come on. Why does why does Allers say dumb dumb well, stuff? Well no, I think no, I'll, you know what? I'll defend Allers a little <sighs> bit here. Oh, I just all had right. two aneurysms cry and all a you stroke. Want cry. Thanks. Oh, yeah. You're crying, you're all mad about it. No, he's like for a supposed fourth line center, he's basically saying Grant's so good, but everyone views him as a fourth line center. But he's being utilized so well because he's playing so well. Well, this is a supposed fourth line, but look at this dude. He's leading nice time. Good on you. Everyone's taking his line. I don't know. Are you taking it in a negative way, the way that Aller said it? Because I wouldn't. He's just stating it. Not a negative. He's just stating it. But like Aller's is kind of like, come on, dude. Come on. I'll, uh, I'll agree with that statement. I mean, Allers is the guy who doesn't pay his league fees on time in beer league. <laughs> He's that guy. Apparition uh, so, Ap- says, do you feel that Sprong will get called back up with the team playing this well to start the season? Yes, I do. I do think he still gets called back up. I, I, you're going to see him in 10 to 15 games. You're going to see Daniel Sprong. 10 to 15 games, that's like a quarter of the you're season gonna see, in, right? You've got to give guys time to play. Jones hasn't scored. We're gonna see, yeah, like, but there uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Stevens put this on uh, the Athletic, and it was uh, Aiken said this. It was like, listen, he's he's got talent to score goals, and he's still young. He's twenty three, I think. But they're like, when when the play is away from him, we got to see hustle. We got to see some sort of initiative. Their biggest gripe is how he plays when he's not about to score. And if he's not about to score, that's where they have a problem with his work ethic or where he's doing. He's, he's more or less just hanging back, waiting for, you know, that cherry picker that you don't like on your team. It's just like he's good, but he's just waiting for his opportunity and he's not willing to play strong defensively or to help the team out. And if you're that player, you're going to have to learn how to play the right way. And, I, and that's what Eric Stevens said in his thing real quick. Um, he still score more than Nick Ritchie so last I, year. Yeah, he'll he'll do better. But I mean that that's what I think. Maybe they want him to learn that, and then hey, learn it, get it good, and then you'll be a regular NHLer. So I don't think they're doing him any service by keeping him on the team if he's just gonna cherry pick and not be Ovechkin like numbers. You can you can cherry pick if you're putting him fifty goals. He's not gonna put in fifty goals. So either get better defensively or. You're in the age. Let's get to comments on Twitter. Joseph uh, Roba, who did our video intro, by the way, for the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, Love. How him. long before Bob says no more to Nick Ritchie keeping Max Tom, uh, Max Comtois in the minors? You're gonna see Max Let soon. Comtois gonna come yeah, to the lineup. He's, he's gonna get called up. At some point, there's gonna be an injury. <coughs> sure. Um, but how with... dare you say that? By the way. <laughs> It's it's almost. Good. Yeah, he had a premonition the that dude, no one else dude, has the had. The dude, I I got nervous when he went to go hug Getzloff in the corner. Like I thought, oh, here comes a concussion. 
but as far as Comtois, he's he's good enough to play in the NHL, but he's going to be serviced better by playing in the exactly. AHL. Exactly. He's got to right get now. time in there to get up to speed. He he's just has to get, be dominated it's, it's, everywhere else. He's, he's got to play he's got to play big young rock. kid. He's got to play against bigger guys and you know, get that that whole thing going. He's not bad. If there's an injury, I'm assured either him or Sprung are the first ones called up. And uh, he'll he'll be in there. As far as putting Nick Ritchie down, he can't. No, he's not, he'll I be a healthy scratch. He'd be a healthy yep. scratch for a while, and they they look for a trade option. And at some point, they probably would just say this experiment's over, and we'll trade you for a bag of pucks. I mean, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but um, yeah, I don't I don't think you see Ritchie go down, and then all of a sudden, come to all comes up. In Got to address the chat here. Eddie didn't fall asleep tonight. He fell asleep before our show last game. Everybody, uh, oh, he's, uh, he's on vacation he tonight uh, at a wedding, partying, drinking mango cart apparently, or whatever the heck he's drinking oh, in, uh, in so Canada, Sudbury. We love Eddie. Canada. Eddie's no longer in chat. I think Eddie had to go to bed. <laughs> it's uh, one twelve or something in the morning there, or two twelve in the morning there. Um, Dude, sack it up. What's Do your it. battery power at, Jim? We got a few more questions, bro. Probably about fifteen okay. percent. I'm somewhere so between we got 10 about and 20. ten to fifteen minutes left. <laughs> uh, Alex McKay in chat or in chat, sorry, in Twitter, he says, "Which Ducks forward needs to score most in order to boost their confidence for this year? Raquel, Terry, Jones, Silverberg, or someone else?" Jones. Jones, yes, because he literally had the most chances. It felt like under he allowed to night. shoot the puck under Randy Carlisle. I don't think he was. I think he, I think he was told to, to smack it. With not, a stick not, along not the much, board. But, I, yeah, but I, even then, um, like, you know, we've talked about it. Kasha is one of those uh, game-breaker types um, or the dynamic player. The one that they don't necessarily – they don't have to play with Getzloff. They don't have to play with your other number two guy. They can play the third line, and they'll just produce chances. Kasha has been able to – capitalize on most of those chances or at least a significant portion of those chances where max jones has that same potential where he can break a game open with a move and how he plays and it just has not gone in no it did late and you saw his very first goal where he scored against Kerry price of all mm. people and he just absolutely was really oh, it was his seventh just, goal tonight too so uh, I, I know he wanted to feel uh, bad for celebrating like, but he was he like was no way i can't so so happy and you know we just i don't want to see game after game after game chance after chance after chance and all of a sudden we're we're seven games eight games in and he hasn't scored yet that's just kind of like i'm doing i'm doing everything right they're just not going in that's where it kind of gets in your psyche a little bit i would assume so i would think he's probably the one i'd want to see just all of a sudden get like four goals four goals in the next six games or something like that and then all of a sudden He's on easy street. We got, He's good we got to a go. I, got, I have to give a shout-out and also a question from Jacob. Uh, Jacob on Twitter. Shout-out to Jacob for wanting to keep his Jacob Twitter handle, just Jacob. He literally, it's, it's Jacob58860560. No, J-A-C-O-B, <laughs> the way you're supposed to spell it. Okay. Yeah. I shout-out that guy okay. and power to him for like, I'm keeping my damn name as a Twitter handle, bro. <laughs> I don't care how many numbers i going to put in front of it. I thought it was pretty outstanding. Uh, All right, what's his question? <laughs> Surely, Richie is a better option to, than than uh, Delorier, right? Also, can we go ahead and crown Gibby with the Vezi 
oh wait, never mind, he's still a duck. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. I I still will agree that that Nick Ritchie is a great third slash fourth line player, and I think he has better hockey sense, better hockey skill than Nick Delorier. I agree with Jacob here on both accounts. Richie's better. I would. John Gibson's would, a duck. I would if maybe he doesn't even get talked about for the Vesna, and he has like a sub two GAA and a nine three save percentage. He still doesn't get talked about because he didn't win fifty five games. That's the way it is. Yeah, um, Gibson will be get talked about as far as um, uh, Vesna. It, it all comes down to wins. If he's if he's within four wins of the guy who won the most games as far as goalies then he's got a legitimate shot. If he's five games or out or lower, I don't care how good his goals against average, his save percentage. Those are the two things they will look at after wins. Like wins is like, you, you it's a pedestal. If you don't hit the, the highest wins, you better be dominant in the other two. And that isn't even really what makes a great goalie good. There's a lot oh, of underlying boy. numbers. And I don't want to say fancy right. stats, but... Advanced stats for goalies, goals saved above average. I mean, it okay. goes on and on. There's a whole bunch of other better ones. So unless Gibby gets within four goals, or sorry, four goals, four wins of the top guy, there's no way he wins the Vezda. That's what it that is. That being said, as far as Richie, yeah, I think Richie's better than Delorier, but at the same time, he's um, way he, better than Delorier. Hockey sense, hockey player wise. Hockey sense wise, I agree. But where I don't agree is where Richie takes too many stupid ass penalties. Richie's put into too many good opportunities where he f's up. Yeah, stop. I guess you can see that. As long as long as he's just as long as average, he doesn't take bad penalties. He he's he's stronger and more intimidating than Delorier and a better hockey sense. He just takes too many stupid penalties. Two questions left. That's my gripe with him. Also, lineups are great without Nick Richie, says Ricky. (laughs) Of course they do. Talker. Of course, they do. No, no penalty. Last question of the night before we wrap. We got some talk. We have some stuff to talk about <laughs> when we wrap, so we got to get to it. Do you think Shore uh, yeah. stays in the lineup over Nick Ritchie? Yes, I do. Yeah, I think he absolutely does. After, Shore's after not going to get scratched tonight, over Nick Ritchie. Uh, was pretty good. I personally think he should. Yeah, I, 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 shout out to Chase for saying that. Chase of House Stark. That is uh, a reference I will never know because I don't watch oh, Game no, of Thrones. No, uh, uh, what is it? I it's don't watch Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones yeah. But he says, I personally think yeah. he should. Richie hasn't showed me anything that makes me think he's a top six guy at all. He's not a top six guy. He's a top nine guy with the right players. And I'm a Nick Richie supporter. T- now, now, would you say a top nine guy or a bottom six? Because I would say he's bottom he, six. And you say dude, top nine. I think nine. he's I mean, very that's, versatile. That's a real nice way I think of he saying you're, 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 you're He's suck. not quite the Chris Kunitz. <laughs> that everyone hopes he was going to be, where you could pair him with like a center who can help him, you know, score goals and win championships. He's I not think, that. I think they drafted the wrong guy at the wrong time. But he's time. Nick Ritchie was drafted, you know, in the first round where he probably to be a big guy, been. a power forward. The Ducks yeah, were doing that, and yeah. now the NHL is not that way, and so he's got to figure out how he's going to fit in the NHL, and it's not going to be a top six role. It is in a bottom six role or top nine. If you Ritchie is not as bad as we think he is. It's Definitely has to do with the expectation of where he was drafted, which we've talked about many, many times. Okay. It has to be. He's, he's He <laughs> okay. is a bottom six guy if you don't pair him with the right people. He could be a top nine forward, pair with the right guys. He had a great stretch. 
Oh my god, we can't have this conversation. It's gonna go into a tirade. Jason's gonna lose his goddamn mind. I was, and I was it's just late. saying it's like, like he's a bottom six guy, but you pair him with the right one. We're done with questions. Everyone hates six. Nick Ritchie except me. Uh let's let's move on to this. Thank you everyone right. on Twitch for supporting us, tuning in this late at night. It's eleven twenty. And uh, we appreciate all the support, all the comments and chat, all the tweets, all the Instagram, all the Facebook. We love all of it. All the Patreon support we've gotten. We've gotten two new, three new Patreons recently. Very recently. Which is very nice. McCann supported us, uh, I think it was yesterday, which is very nice. Robert supported us a couple of days ago, which is also very nice. It's great to get that that financial backing that, uh, you know, we love to have. It enables us to do things that we normally wouldn't be able to do. Which is you know putting extra, extra shows. shows, giving away stuff. Good we shows. always want to make sure we <laughs> give things back and able to you know send things back to your way because of all your guys' support. It's just a nice thing to do. And Almighty Peppa, he's one of our new elite Patreon members and the top tier. Uh, shout out to you as well. Obviously, you'll be getting one of these. His, his real name's John. Just want to throw that out there. You're gonna get oh, a hat. John. Hats are in production. If you haven't already got one, you're gonna get one. Between now and it sucks, but between the end of November, it takes time to make them, and it takes funds to make them. We've got it. We're going to get it done. So between now and the end of November, we're going to have those ready. Also, everyone, just if you're in the Orange County-ish area, we would love it if you came from out of it and you listen to us. That's a big trek. Make sure you have a DD or you have uh, an Uber app or Lyft app on your phone for the watch parties we're scheduling. Jason's already been very much into scheduling watch parties. And Should have five. Jason wants five. We hope for five. I I'm with five. him. I think we. I think we can get five. There's a possibility. Of Saturday six, the twenty third is what uh, we're looking at as our five. first one to November. They're they're all going to be Saturdays, which is the best part. Um, and they'll vary as far as time, but I try to get them like early afternoon to late afternoon. But they'll all be Saturdays. They're all away games, but and they'll all be pretty good ones. I think a couple are. Uh, Kings games, the San Jose game, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, I think. Yep. And so I, I, that's where we're going to get. Uh, but they'll all be in uh, Orange County. So um, stay tuned because those watch parties are so, so much fun. Yeah, no, we do giveaways Absolutely. there too. 100%. And we just like to interact with you guys <laughs> yeah. hanging out. The best part about all this is we're in a small market and we're in a small market as a collective. Everyone who watches the Ducks yeah. is like, man, like we're not that top team that everyone talks about. We're not, we're not, we're not this, we're not that. But the awesome thing is we all love our team and we all support our team. So if there's a watch party, I want to be there. And we'd love to have you guys at our watch party and come do that. They're normally in your Melinda. We're going to go to Lamppost <laughs> um, and get that done for sure. They always support us. We're going to be there. There's another venue um, that mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kind of keep secret until it becomes permanent into our schedule. We're looking at another yeah. place, too, in your Belinda as well that wants to support us and give us some specials for people that are coming to watch hockey. But uh, we're looking right now at November 23rd, which is a Saturday. And it's a Saturday, I think, against the Lightning, Jay? Yeah, Tampa Bay. Bay. It's an earlier game. Um, I would love to have made the week before against Tampa, but I can't. So we're... uh, Well, no, the week before wouldn't have been Tampa. Would it have been Tampa the week before, is what you said? No. Okay, so was it... (laughs) Are you screwing this up already? Anyway, November 23rd is what we're looking at. (laughs) At Lamppost, and they've got a new spot, and it's awesome. Uh, Ricky, just drive from yeah. Phoenix, dude. It's very easy to get here. By I drive there it's at least not three that times. Difficult. It's very easy. Yeah, very stop easy. crying just, you know, about going, going to just, Phoenix. To here. Just buy a plane and fly here. It's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Leave Friday, you'll be here. Yeah, easily. You can just walk here. Really, it's that close. 
But um, stay with Pat. Watch parties are on their way. <laughs> We're doing lanyards, koozies, stickers are done, hats are on their way. Lanyards. Someone chimed in here and said that they want hoodies. I would <laughs> love to get the backing to do hoodies. If we had enough people that wanted one, we could definitely do them. We just have to get people who want. We'll them. get there, so, I assume, because I really want a hoodie too. Yeah, well, we, it's yeah. almost winter here in Southern California. Oh, it might, it might be, it might be fifty-eight <laughs> at midnight. Uh, we don't know. But uh, yeah, well, what am I going to do when I'm running out again? I need a hoodie. Stay up to date with with us guys on <laughs> on Twitter. That's the main place we post stuff. Go to Fever Mighty on Twitter. You can catch us all the stuff there. Go to FeverMighty.com. That's our website that we'll be updating all the time as well for any news you want to grab. All of us have individual Twitter accounts. I don't know Jason's or Eddie's off the top of my head, so I can't repeat them. But you can find us. Uh, what is yours? I think it's Beer League Elite. Is that what it is? No. Probably not. It's probably already taken. Yeah, soon to be NHL I think it's probably taken by Kerry Price. Soon to be NHL materials, Kerry Price. My Twitter is just, I think it should be just Jason. I should really pay attention more. <laughs> but if you guys haven't already and you're listening right now and you want to support us on Patreon, that'd be awesome. Uh, that's the extra step, and we understand that. Anything that you guys are doing already is amazing. If you would like to support us financially uh, and we can get back to the extra shows, we do Pucks and Brews, we do a rant show, we do game shows we're starting this month. Absolutely happening. We will be able to be entered to win uh, some of Bobby's Bargain Ben items. We're going to go ahead and capture <laughs> items from uh, our favorite players that were not amazing, but it's fun. And at the end of all of it, if you're the winner, you get an amazing item. We already have that item ready to give away at the end of the season, which is awesome. You'll love it. But uh, yeah, check us out on Patreon. If you haven't already, we have several tiers that are available. Um, and we do as much as we can as to give back to you guys, because that's what we want. But it's patreon.com slash puckguysforevermighty. Because um, Jason and I used to have a show many moons ago where it was just the two of us, oh, yeah. and Eddie joined it. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up now before your phone dies. Yes, 